and welcome to another episode of Sci-Fi Guy. I promise you I will produce that better soon. I'll have a audio engineer, ask a couple friends, we'll produce it. Because it's a little weak, I admit it. All right, phasers. Phasers set on stun. Set phasers on stun. What are they? What? Well, we know what they are. Um, or at least we know what they're used for, what they're good for on Star Trek. Phasers. Phased energy recidification. A wonderful Treknobabble term for a weapon that can be used defensively, offensively. It can stun, it can kill, it can vaporize, disintegrate. It can do all of these things. And it can also sell a lot of toys and props, can it now? But did you know, and I just found out about this tonight, really. Did you know that a phaser, or more specifically, a phaser rifle, helped to sell the Star Trek series, the original classic series. Now, you can watch Star Trek on Paramount Plus, I guess Hulu, Netflix, lots of outlets. You can also watch it for free, you don't want to pay, on broadcast. And it's a little great channel called the MeTV, M-E-TV, MeTV. It's got a lot of old class shows, mash. Lots of, lots of great shows. I think Band from Uncle. And it's got Star Trek Classic Star Wars here. This, this is from the MTV website. Star Trek's favorite of the series was never, never, never used, used again. Right, now, this is the, the rifle that Kirk uses in where no, 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 no man has gone before to try to take down his great friend Gary Mitchell. And it's one of the coolest, certainly one of the coolest uh, props or phaser guns in all of Star Trek, but it was only used in that one episode. Um, basically, budget. All right. They didn't want to use it again. They didn't want to have the designer, the inventor, crank out more of these. Uh, so the basic bottom line is that Ruben Klamer, the man who designed it and built it, never made another one. So we only saw it in where no man has gone before. So basically, they were trying to sell the show. And from the article here, it says now all they needed was a awesome laser gun. Fortunately, another TV show had, seriously, had a seriously cool firearm, Napoleon Solo's gun from The Man From U.N.C.L.E. It had become one of the hot toys of its day. So Gene Roddenberry reached out to Uncle producer Norman Felton to find out who made the thing. Enter Ruben Klamer. Now, he had designed toys before, and he had designed the Napoleon solo gun from the man from Uncle. So Roddenberry you know, knew how hot that toy was. Let me get Ruben on the team to, des to design the rifle. After that, the phaser rifle was never used or seen again on Star Trek. Why? The answer is simple money. When the series was picked up by NBC at a certain or 
slimmer budget, the gun prop was discussed. Cranking out more of them was over and above what the Trek budget could entail, so the original prop stayed with the designer. Then later, he sold it at Julian's Auctions for, I think, only a quarter of a million, $240,000. He also, Ruben Klamer, the designer, um, is a quote from him. In my personal opinion, this gun was instrumental in selling Star Trek as a series. And a side note, he also designed the Game of Life for Milton Bradley. We'll never know, sadly, too, if it would have been marketed back in the day, if it, you know, would have been a big hit, a big uh, a hit with the kids for toys. Now, how can you get one? How can you get Playmates makes them, Diamond Select makes them. You can already go uh, go all the way up to Roddenberry with the, you know, almost, almost exact prop replicas, which is uh, needless to say pricey. So there you go. A phaser actually helped to sell the series. So the chicken and the egg, right? The phaser came first, and that's what sold it. And NBC, the executives, were pretty impressed by Ruben Klamer's design. But once again, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. And we'll have much more soon. Thanks, and live long and prosper.